he right gave you nice today. He gave y'all a little heads up. We be telling okay, him. Never like, did it. And here you go. Well, since we recording. Hey y'all, this is Black Girl Storytime. I'm Shakara. This is Big. And we are here with the lovely Marquise and Diana from Lifestyle Travel Club. Okay. Hey y'all. What up, what up? Black entrepreneurs in the building. Hey, you know we try. <laughs> So today, y'all, we're going to start, you know, getting our black folks traveling now. I know we're in a pandemic, but we can plan ahead. Niggas are still going places. Like, come on. And if you listen, I was trying to plan a trip next month. (laughs) By the time all this is over, you definitely going to be ready for it. I'm for a vacation. I was ready uh, in April. I don't know what y'all talking about. (laughs) Why haven't y'all been anywhere? Because people are still moving around. We were supposed to, to be Thailand. going to Thailand. Yeah. And unfortunately, Ooh. we had to postpone it. We didn't cancel it, but we are postponing it until further notice because of everything with COVID. Um, it's just irresponsible to take a group of people out of the country right now with the uncertainty. Um, we can't take on that liability and that risk. Right. That's Have you ever been anywhere domestically? Mm, we went know. to the Poconos. We, yeah. we took a trip to the Poconos. We took the family. We bought a, we rented a cabin. We did. We did a little cabin thing up in the Pocono. Okay, that's cute. These were black people? Very cute. Huh? Black people? Black people, girl. Black people. Black people go to cabins? All shades. In the in the forest. See, already. We went white with a rasping. You, you know, we got down with some of the more Caucasian themes of life, but it was beautiful. It was fun. <laughs> that's good. Listen, when that's that... Kind of lit. Exactly for sure. I mean, sometimes you just gotta get out of the box. True, with a lot of group of people, that can be a that can be a situation. You for said, sure. yeah. you know, it was a little barbecue in the back. You know, we had to throw a barbecue <laughs> in there. <laughs> That's it. Was, it was so, nice. Of the Lord and the white people, property values. <laughs> <laughs> very likely. Very likely. <laughs> Especially with the kids throwing water balloons all over the place. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was it fun was, though. It was it was fun. We went rafting down the river. That was that was dope with the kids. They had a great time. I wanna try that. That looks that looks fun. I was scared at first. I told you I was scared, but I'm ready yeah, for it you, now. You, you definitely should do you it. Should first of all, is it a situation where calm. if you like flip over, you just gotta stand up? You can just stand up or like nah, nah, it, it, it was over your head. It depends but. on where we were. Right. There were some places that were safe to like get out and like you could stand, but most places no. But the water was calm though, so it wasn't like you were going to jump out. Even if it was up to your neck, it wasn't like you was going to jump out the raft and the and if the current was going to sweep you away. No, and like, hit a rock and die. Yeah, nah, nah. You yeah. like the kids got up. Years. The kids got out. You couldn't even feel the bottom of the you know with your feet. But it was it was we nice. Had a, life jackets too. Yeah, yeah, so. life jackets. It was fun. It was cool. Hmm. But international travel, here we come. Like, let this phone get out of here and we are on it. We are right. When do y'all think that everything's going to open up like fully? Well, I mean, things are open, but where you guys think we all will be comfortable to go somewhere? I don't know exactly when. I would say um, we kind of just got to wait it out and see what happens. I do think there's another wave coming. I think it's going to be a mix of, of course, like the flu. 
and probably some lingering coronavirus things going on um, probably for the rest of the year. I think next year would be a better a better year for us. Mm. And so it also depends. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you good. How did y'all get started with the Travel Club? Was it you, Diana, you, Marquise, or y'all did collectively? Um, honestly, it started off with us just traveling together, um, posting our pictures on Facebook, just living Instagram. and Instagram. And people people automatically assume when you travel, you rich. And I had to just shut that down. Sure. Like, we not rich. We we just yes. balling on the budget right now. It looked good. We just really good at planning and executing and getting really we good. Great deals. Finding deals. Yeah. We use our Groupons, we use um Retail me not all kinds of things to find different things in whatever city we are we're in. We get coupons. We use coupons. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know you think I need think about internationally travel. I feel like you need to have like fifteen thousand set aside. Mm-hmm. Like, so you don't need that much money. I mean, you could have a really decent vacation on like a thousand dollars, a nice little getaway for two. Um, if you really plan it right, it just depends. Like you just gotta find a good flight. That's usually most of the cost right there. Go on Groupon, get yourself a little Groupon with a. They'll usually have either flights or just a hotel stay, but that's most of it right there. I mean, you get your little voucher, you make your reservation, and you're ready to go. Well, then like the excursions and stuff, you don't want to go there to stay on a resort. You want to actually do things. Everything is for that. There's apps for that. There's also like, um, if you talk to the concierge at your hotel, they'll usually help you set those things up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and I think that's that's like how we really got started. Like people just looking to us wanting to more so be like travel agents, and that's not what we wanted to do. We want to travel too. So we was like, hey, what if we take people on trips? We can go with them, get a vacation out of it, and allow people to also experience all of the things that we're experiencing and right. make it cost efficient. Yeah. Okay, okay, so. I work for an airline. I'm not going to mention which one, but I work for an airline. So I'm really good at like finding really good um, travel deals. So what I like to do is um, the way we kind of like formatted it is we take those travel deals that I know that we know how to find at this point, um, kind of just from my job and from traveling. And we set up trips and we use those discounts and pass them on to our, our, our travel club members by booking the trips together. Is that how y'all met my travel? No. No. (laughs) We actually met online dating. Yeah. Um, We're actually a plenty of fish success story. Believe it or not. I failed at that. Girl, I failed a couple times. Plenty of fish. Plenty of I fell, but I got my fish. <laughs> I got my fish. Listen, if somebody would have told me I would have been married from plenty of fish, that was plenty of yams. Like that was <laughs> yeah, I wasn't looking for a wife. I wasn't trash. looking for a wife. Wow. That's oh, that millennial you got, day. You got a wife with now, man, I got so. a wife and a son. Plenty of fish than you. Oh, oh. God, I got <laughs> when y'all traveling out of the country, y'all don't be shook. I just promise if I wanna go there, I want to end up in a dungeon somewhere. Not understanding no language, never come you back. You could home. very well end up in a dungeon right here in your own backyard. Listen, sex no, trafficking is real, right here in Baltimore, everywhere. right in Philadelphia. I'm so I'm comfortable with my surroundings. I know where to go, where not to go. But over there, like it's like a language barrier, uh, like things like I don't. You're not gonna have those same obstacles as here. I mean, if you that's get caught up, it can happen here true, But I just feel like true. it's gonna be way more likely to happen over there or wherever I go. 
the thing is, I feel like us as as African Americans, we are already like we have a heightened sense of like our surroundings. We already know. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna go nowhere, not even another city in the US without doing some research. Like, all right, I'm going to Chicago. I ain't going to old block. I know I ain't going there. I'm going to New York. I know I ain't going to the project. It's the same with traveling to another country. Like, do your research. Be safe. Be safe. Like, just be smart. I always try to um, try to research, especially just from me being from the LGBTQ community. Like, I always try to do my research before I travel, like, out of the country. Even if it's somewhere, like, I know I've been before, mm-hmm. I still try to keep, like, updated on, like, shit that's happening in the news over there. Or, like, mm-hmm. just to be cautious because, I mean, you never know. Like, stuff could happen and it has happened. So, it's good to be cautious. But traveling abroad and out of the country in general, that's something that I feel you just have to just do and experience because... Nobody can tell you how to travel. Mm-hmm. Right. And kind events are very big. Like, that's a very big thing. Um, you may, depending on what's going on, you may be more at risk. You may be less at risk. I will say, uh, when I was traveling to Rio, a big thing, my grandmother kept saying, you don't need to go over there. You know, they don't have a lot of money over there. They're going to, you're going to be a big tar- target because you're an American and you're a woman and you're I was basically traveling with one other woman, so I was pretty much single. And yeah, yeah, that is a big risk. However, at the time, a lot of Americans were starting to go over because it was also the year they were hosting the Olympics. So with that, you know, they uh, it actually made my trip a lot cheaper as well because I didn't have to buy a visa. My visa was waived um, due to the Olympics. It was like a month before the Olympics was supposed to be there. So security was heightened and you know, they were, they were preparing. So of course you don't want anything crazy going on in your city when you have something big like that. So mm-hmm. it was, it was very, very different when I went versus I guess probably going at a, at a different time. And it could be something is not a current event. The first time we went to Mexico, it was actually a gang war going on between the taxi drivers. And I remember Uber. that. Yes. So like we, um, we went, we took the ferry over to Isla Mujeres and the, like the main port coming home the port was closed so they dropped us off somewhere in the middle of the hood um, oh my goodness. we ordered an uber diana was working for uber first off her search said uber i didn't even realize it i wasn't even thinking i had so many uber shirts a taxi driver said something in spanish and he punched his fist and he looked at it and i was like oh man like, it's nighttime they was running off all of, was, every Uber we caught. We tried to catch. They kept running them off. They were like run them off the road. What? Not playing. It they, was crazy. Yeah. They forced us. They bullied us into getting a taxi, basically. Yeah. They bullied us into taking a taxi because they wouldn't let. It usually be like anywhere between it was like fifteen to thirty like taxi drivers standing on the corner. It's like a gang for real. And if an Uber pull up with them tags. It's speed race. So they pulling up on them and they running them off the road. Yeah, and they have walkie-talkies where they talk to each other and like, hey, it's an Uber over here. Like, let's get them. Wow. Oh, wow. That's our Uber driver. I've never had to experience that. That is... One of our Uber drivers in Mexico, he had just gotten out of jail from the night before. Yeah, he was like, I just got out. He was like, I got brass knuckles because I got in a fight last night. I broke some guy's face. He had a crowbar on the side of his door. He said somebody got, got stay his, window, his windshield and everything. It was crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That's, that's How y'all handle the language barrier? Because I feel like that's always a, a struggle for me. Even though I've been several places, 
I feel like that that's still a struggle. So how do y'all handle just communicating with another language? I actually just showed Britt one of the apps yeah. that you use. It's called Converse. Um, so it's two ways you can use it. <laughs> um, you can uh, put it one side you want to put English and then the other side you want to put the language that you want to translate into. Okay. You say what you have to say and then it, it repeats it out. Also, Google Translator. Google Translator is a big one. Yeah, Google means. Translator is used. And then... That's also great for menus. Oh, good for menus because you can actually put your you phone hover up. hover over it. Hover over with your camera and it'll translate Ooh. the text. That's from Google Translator. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, That's something good. we learned and we just learned actually in Paris. Yeah. Yeah, that was great for Paris. Um, but also, like, we have a very diverse group of, like, people in our club amazing people so amazing. we've a couple times we had people that actually spoke the language and um they and were surprising just, like we had this one girl all of a sudden she started speaking spanish she was black she yeah it's like fluent very fluent was like, and she, she was like spanish? from the <laughs> and everything it was like amazing to see and i was just like wow it I came out of nowhere like it came out of nowhere and we might have been there for like a day or two like yeah. And then she just started she speaking like, Spanish. I, I was like, I, I'm like, where was this at when we were trying? <laughs> where was where was this Spanish? You know what? Then? She wasn't there in the first place. <laughs> she oh, missed her she flight. Changed. She missed her she missed flight. flight. That's crazy. She also was one of those. We partied one night, and she was. We were sitting. We were in like this VIP section, and she got so drunk. Neither. And she <laughs> ended up throwing up in our section. Oh and wow! And then she like fell asleep in the corner, and then. She was like dead to the world for like 15, 20 minutes. This her song came on. She rose from dead like it never happened. Yeah. It was, she was yo, reincarnated. It was so, <laughs> so is it safe to say the nightlife outside of the US is better? Um I, we don't experience too much nightlife here in the US <laughs> anymore, being parents. But when we get out, we get out. Yeah, I will. I love partying in other countries. I think it's because like one. All the music is new. You know how when you go in a club and you hear some new shit and you be like, damn, this hard. Yeah. All the music, you hear some, like, I'm not really into, like, reggaeton, but when you hear some shit that really bop, you be like, damn, I would have never, I would have never listened to this Daddy Yankee. This I would have never listened, I would have never knew Daddy Yankee was popping like this. Like, it'd be um, stuff like that. You'd be like, <laughs> it'd be the poppy store like music. You'd be like, oh, version of, like, a song. Or just like, you know, just different versions yeah. or different um, music that you are usually not used to, but you kind of like a little bit, but you might not be used to it. And it's just like, oh, that's hot. That's hot. And you bring it back and people hear it and they're like, oh, yeah, that's hot. And you don't have to pay $30 for a shot. You literally can, yes. you, know the, you know the big McDonald's tees? Mm-hmm. Listen, like you go in the club, they, they giving out big McDonald's sweet teas full of tequila. So you <laughs> know what? In Mexico, you like... You like, damn, what am I supposed to do with this? Drink it. Have fun. <laughs> wow. Listen, by the end of the night, like it takes a lot of drinks to get you lit, but it's free. So you don't really oh, complain. Yeah. You be like, oh. all right, this is some cheap liquor. I mean, because with your wristband, when you go to the clubs in Mexico, mm-hmm. um it's usually uh all inclusive. Yeah, like you go in the club and it's included. Your drinks is included in the club. Yeah. Hey, that's lit. It but is. to get in the club might cost you about 50, 60 bucks. It but but you got to think about how much you spend drinks. It makes sense. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it just depends, though, because if you go to, like, La Vaquita or if you go to, like, um... Was it Congo? Tango? Congo. Congo, Congo. Um, bar is really good, too. They have 
um sometimes they have like an international night but it's usually like caribbean music or like american um hip-hop did you go out where you went i did i think i went to congo um and they and you're right they they do play a lot of um like caribbean music afro beats um like music like that and and i mean that's where i'm comfortable at so it was cool with me but um I always feel like real like weary when I'm I'm leaving those places. Yeah. I don't know if that ever wears off. But <laughs> um, I've been there. So we used to go three to four times a year and I've been there quite often. I don't know how many times, but I will say there's always because like it goes from really safe looking to really sketchy yeah. really quickly. Real you turn quick. a corner and it's dark and, you know, it's you just somewhere else. But and I- so... I, I don't know if that ever goes away, but you kind of know what to expect um, the more you go. And every time you go, it's like you unlock a little bit of a, of the map because like yeah. before we we only would take the bus. So mm-hmm. then we got to a point where it's like, oh man, like if we walk up a little bit and go through this alley, it's food. So it's like, all right, I'm hungry, but I don't want to go. So eventually it was like, all right, we need to do a little bit of like, discovering so we can figure out what's going on because like once we get on the whole on the resort is either we have to eat that nasty ass buffet food mm-hmm. or we can try to find some good tacos somewhere around here right and you find the best food when you like venture mm-hmm. off i mean be smart about it of course but we found some amazing food just venturing off and having a little bit of fun and again we have we usually have a pretty big group so like the chances that you getting kidnapped 15 deep it's like yeah maybe like something else something else could probably happen to you but kidnapping is you know probably not i mean one we of the have things. gotten into like very close altercations where we were gonna be like a 15, fight like a brawl yeah, like a brawl 15 on 15 yeah that's but, happened. Oh, that's wow. never like a kidnapping situation never like, kidnapping situation so list all the places that you've been internationally thus far with the club or just period with the club with the club, okay, so we've gone to Costa Rica. We've been to the, to the Dominican uh, Republic. We've been to Mexico twice. Uh, we've been, where else is it? Paris, Madrid. Paris and Madrid, which was, I, I really like Paris and Madrid. Uh, Marquise is not a huge fan. I'm not but, a huge fan. You but... know, that's where we got into, almost got to that brawl. <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> I have yeah. to reason, anyway. And, um, I mean, we've been doing it for, uh, this would have been our third year, but, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't participate this year. But in the last two years, we've done quite a few trips. We usually do like three to four trips a year. Some people come and, you know, go on multiple trips a year, but it just depends on how much time you have available. Um, we make it really affordable. So it's usually not, it's usually, it's like usually an issue not of time. the money. Yeah. yeah. It's usually, do I have the time to get off of work? Brittany, I tell you, I'm I'm asking everybody in the building, like, I'm trying to go on vacation once a month. I'm like, listen, I need you to swap off with me. I need you to do this. I'm doing anything I can to try to finagle my schedule so yeah. I can take off. Yeah. And he's really good. He's, he's like, so I'm not good. using my PTO because I got this trip, that trip. I can use all my. I can't go nowhere. Right. Now we are very good at using our, using our time. And even if we, like, sometimes just a personal vacation little weekend getaway mexico yeah these niggas going to jamaica for the day and stuff like it's we have have done that jamaica (laughs) 24 hours the best 24 hours you'll ever have 
<laughs> so, it like, is. how does it, do you take, like, a lump sum? Do you guys pay over time? Like, how do you make it affordable? We make it affordable by, first of all, we, like I said, we pay, we pass on the savings. So, it's already affordable. And then the way that we make it even more um, enticing for people, we break down the trip. So, we'll, we'll announce a trip. And then we'll say, you know, we're going such and such a place in four to six months. And so we break down the payment so that it's paid off one month before. And the initial cost of it, if you're you're um, getting into the travel club, it's $75 per person um, to sign up. But basically, you have one year access to any of the trips that we go on. And all you have to do is say, I want to go once we announce the trip. Then we set up a payment plan and you pay on a monthly basis. It's usually no more than $150 a month, which is very affordable. That's like, you know, usually people's like electric bill or something Mm -hmm. and um, for something you might have stashed away for your savings. And so it's very affordable and you just pay that and show up. You get an itinerary about a month prior to the vacation and you show up to the airport and everything else is pretty much taken care of. You just have to make your payment. No additional call. No, I mean, depending on where we go, you might have to pay for food, but the Caribbean places are usually inclusive, all inclusive. Um, you just in pocket money, really. Yeah. Pocket money. I mean, the thing is, like, if somebody told me that I could go to Jamaica on layaway, I, I'm jumping on it. And that's basically right. what it is. It's like people put so much stuff on layaway, like stuff that in a couple months is either not going to be any use or they're not going to use it. Like, this is like putting a whole experience on layaway. Right. And you don't have to wait a whole year to go. So it's not like you're anticipating this for the longest time. It's like, oh God, hurry up. But you know, four to six months of payments and then you're ready to like buy out, like you really can't beat that. Right, right. Do you we know have- your members get their passports if they don't have one? We do not. We actually don't accept any members that don't have passports. Yeah. Reason being is because you need to be travel. You need to be you need to be serious about traveling. And the way that we feel as though you're serious is already have your passport. I mean, it's nothing to go. We'll tell you how much it costs and let you know, just let us, let us know when you get your passport. Cause then we can move forward because we never know how long it's going to take. Um, depending on your background, it's already a four to six week, uh, turnaround time for just a normal person. Uh, my, my son has one, you know, he's eight months. He got his when he was like two or three months. And, um, you know, of course he has no record, but it still took about three to four weeks for us to get it. So we just don't want to have to worry about how long it's going to take for you to get yours. If you already have it, then we can go. And then on top of that, like we've had people who like they need it. We already booked hotels. We don't we didn't do like flight stuff like that. And then it's like, oh, man, I I don't have my passport. So now we have to go back, figure out how we're going to like expedited expedited or like how we want to get the money back for that the rum or how we want all set it's just it's just too much hassle for us it's just like be serious about it before you come to us because we're very passionate and we'll help you as much as we can but we need to see that you know you're invested as well in in actually traveling right so y'all like traveling we We love to take people with y'all so how do you enjoy yourselves and also make sure that everybody else is having a good time too like how you find that balance because i was like who's with you here fuck y'all see y'all it's time to go (laughs) you know it's been a time or two now it's been a time or two she was about to lie (laughs) i ain't gonna go there listen (laughs) 
we put a lot of time and effort into planning the trip ahead of time. So all of the work is done when we get there. Upon check-in. Yeah, yeah. upon check-in. And it's like, we we have our own roles. Like, Marquise is really great at some things that I'm not great at. And I'm really great at some things that he's not great at. So the administrative stuff, um, worried about, like, when we go to check-in and stuff, he'll get the whole group together as everyone's standing in the lobby. Get them together. See how their flight was. Um, do all the customer service aspect of it while I'm taking everybody's passports to get them checked in and making sure everybody's room is good. Once mm-hmm. we get everybody settled, after that first day, we pretty much, we have our own thing going on. We take our time to ourselves, um, go to the pool, get dinners. But we also like to have a great community, a sense of community. Um, mm-hmm. And more like a fa- our travel club is more like a family. So we always plan one family dinner and one family excursion. You don't have to come, but it's there if you want to come and get to know everybody. Okay. The thing is, like, everything is really structured um, as far as, like, when we're going to get there, where we're staying at, you know, what things we can do. But it's also very flexible. So, like, if you're a person that doesn't want to be with the pack and want to get out and do your own thing, we definitely encourage that. But a lot of people feel comfortable with me and Diana because we were seasoned travelers. So they kind of gravitate towards us. Sometimes that could be like a little like, all right, me and her, we want to go out and, and visit the market. And people be like, oh, they see they see us leave. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to go to the market too. And eventually, <laughs> you know, we got the whole, the whole group. The whole group <laughs> and it's like, it's okay. One, because like we've experienced this. And, you know, for the first, like, for the first time, this is people's, uh, like, their first time traveling. So, like, all right, you know, I, I kind of get it. If I was, if this mm-hmm. is my first time, I would want to go with somebody and know what they're doing, too. Mm-hmm. So, what are some things that you would say to be cautious about when traveling outside of the country? Like, what are some do's and don'ts? Uh, traveling out, do your research. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do your research. Please do research. My husband is great at going online on YouTube and looking at a whole bunch of things. Um, that is his thing. And that is the best thing to do because you can get different viewpoints. Um, don't do, don't, don't be that, like, don't be that asshole. Don't be like, that I'm American. American. Yeah. I'm good. Don't worry about me. I'm just doing my thing and I can, I, you know, I own the world. Don't ask yeah. because they don't owe you anything. You don't mm-hmm. even, they don't even have to let you in there. Like you, you do, you're not entitled to everything and you have to understand their way of life and, and adapt, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. That's, that's, that's how I feel about it. Like you, you be respectful of people's culture. Um, and they'll, for the most part, be respectful of yours as well. Just treat people the way you want to be treated, and you should be okay. Have you had people in your group that weren't really accepting of the culture? They should they just wanted to go just to so that they went. Yes, yes, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. that brings us back to the whole Paris situation. <laughs> we had a person who was actually no longer a part of the group because we do kick people off the group. We yes, actually we had to kick two we people out. That right? Yes. I think that's necessary. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it needs to be conducive to the culture of our group. Right. And if it's something, somebody that's um, causing trouble or issues, um, and it's not conducive to the entire group, then, you know, they got to go. They're not a good fit for our family. Um, we had a person, we went out to the club in Paris. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everybody's been taken, right? <laughs> no, we know we, 
No. Everything taken? After this, no. go watch Come Taken. On, be. You gotta watch Taken, on. bro. All I'm gonna say is, you know the, I watched the type of Rwanda. Nah, <laughs> you gotta watch Taken, then you gonna understand this story, because I don't want to give out too much context. But the okay. person that got taken, it was very reminiscent of the movie. You mean certain people are just prone to getting taken because they just don't use their common sense. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, yikes. Yikes. let somebody go with cool. a different, you know, a, 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 of a lighter hue. And um, she was <laughs> kind of like out there doing her thing with some with some locals. Yeah, she was. She kind of was on the boat. I was from the fishing ass people. I know. Adventure, yeah, adventure, adventure people. So, we, <laughs> so she went off, and we had to find her. Her and... friend came crying, hysterical, like you gotta find her. I haven't seen her in like fifteen minutes, thirty minutes. Oh, so, me being me, at the save home. Where's Amanda? I haven't seen Amanda. <laughs> mixed with the liquor, I went right into. I, I threw my cape on. I threw my mask on. And I went searching for Amanda. We're going to call her Amanda. Yeah. And I was the sidekick. And she was my sidekick. So we, me and her, we running through the alleyways of Paris. We running in the the men's bathroom, the women's bathroom. We running all (laughs) around the club. This alleyway, we walking up and down this alleyway. We finally find Amanda. Amanda. She was in the corner. In in the the corner with a random room with a whole bunch of dudes. With 15 guys, right? Wow. 